It's Triple L Breakfast. You might have seen him on Channel 10's The Project, recently climbing Africa's highest mountain, or maybe dressed up at a function. But when you get your 40s, you don't go to parties. You know what you do? You go to functions. But there's always a dress code. <laughs> Is it full formal, semi-formal? If I'm about to get rat ass, you know what genre of suit I'd prefer to wear? Track. <laughs> Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, comedian Dave Thornton. G'day, Dave. Thanks for coming hey, in. Dave. Thanks, guys. I knew the tracksuit gag would hit yeah. you guys. You did Brecky Radio. I've got to get a new trackie. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, do you get the old tearaways? Yeah. Oh, the snap they? pants. Oh, the snap pants. Yeah. I don't know, but I need click, a new trackie. I've got holes in the, in the old one. You can't, you can't have holes. Oh, jeez, that's nice. Where are this the is, holes? isn't it? Where oh, are the holes, pocket, um, You know, probably in, on the backside. I don't yeah. know. Oh, too many holes in the pocket. Yeah. Too many cashies, mate. Too many, too many holes <laughs> in the pocket. Sorry about that. <laughs> that that His coins are falling out. <laughs> We're just talking to you, uh, getting out and about and having a look at Adelaide and South Australia and our beaches. I know. I was telling Rue about yeah. South Australia. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want his wife to find it. No, that's yeah. what I was going to allude to. His wife's at Isn't home in Melbourne funny? taking care of children. Because I've, I've been through exactly what you said. The wife rings and you've, you know, you're know, you at Port Willunga, aren't you, with your mates? You go, how good is this? And we go, nah, we're having a rotten time. It's just terrible. That's what I have to do. I know. For the entire 10 days I'm here, I just have to go, oh, it's terrible, babe, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, garden. It's not that much fun, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Dits back in the 80s would be hanging out with Freddie Mercury. That's right. Nothing going on Port Willunga. I've actually never been there. Tell me how good it is. Why is it good? (laughs) Jeez, I hope I get something from South Australian (laughs) government (laughs) tourism for this. Port Willunga. I've heard from some of the locals it's like Portugal. Yeah. You know, it is clear <laughs> water. Portugal. Lost just said it to me off oh, here. Come on. I'm not. <laughs> not I'm that not... I know what Portugal's like either. But... Yeah, you haven't been. Have you been it to Portugal? Sounds bloody good. Portugal's nice. It's almost as nice as Port Willunga. It is genuinely What's the most beautiful. What's good about it? The water is like aquamarine blue. What's the... different ocean to well, uh, Henley, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Something about the reef. Yeah, it is different. It is different, actually. Different sand? Different sand. It's okay. a slightly what different clearer? shape. they got a better filter. Maybe. There's less little poos floating around from toddlers and stuff. It's okay. like there's... I don't know if that's a great sell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Port Wollonga, there's less poo in the water. I'm not sure, Loss, if that's really going to get thumbs on seats. No, but I... This, this made me laugh the other night. I finished my show and I usually talk to people after the show because I'm needy. Mm, and then yeah. I was talking to this mum and daughter who were really lovely. And I just said, bit of marketing. I said, why'd you come to my show? Like, it's heaps of other shows mm-hmm. on. And the mum was really cute because she said, oh, I saw a video my daughter sent to me of you doing stand-up. And this stand-up bit's just about how I saw this teenage boy. He was talking to his mum, uh, talking to his dad, I should say. And they were having a stoush. And the son goes, what are you going to do? Like, you can't hit kids. What are you going to do? Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And I thought to myself, you know what? If I was in that situation, and I don't have sons or teenage sons, but I thought if my son was poking me like this, I'd be like, all right, mate, you can keep going. But if you do, I'm going to explain in very fine detail the last time your mother and I slept together. So it's up to you. And that's the clip. And the mum goes, (laughs) the mum said, oh, I really like some stand-up my daughter sent to me. And I said, which one is it? And she said, oh, the one where you said you'd sleep with your wife in front of your kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not it. Absolutely not it. Oh, God. How the crowd's been down there. The cost, bit of a cost of living crisis. Uh, There's a bit of that. People are still turning up, which is good. And I know it's been tough. Rising cost of living crisis and also COVID. And I know it was tough here. You guys had to lock away for like, what, a week? Yeah. I'm so sorry, Adelaide. I missed a Zumba class. It was awful. Did you? I'm so sorry, Loz. It's okay. I'm working through it. And you had your sea hair ready and everything at the Zumba. I know. Yeah. It is rough. How long were you guys trapped? Melbourne. Yeah. Some of the people are still away. I believe it was. Yeah. 
Yeah. I believe on my street, I believe it was 45 divorces. That's how long it was. Hey, I do want to bring up to Rue, the last time we saw each yes. other, Adelaide had put on a grand final function in Melbourne, as yeah. all clubs do leading up to the granny. I was lucky enough to be hosting that thing. And the guys who put it together were awesome. Yeah. Everyone from Adelaide Footy Club but. was great. You got up. With Bucks, yeah. but Rue was great and Bucks was great as well. And I admittedly, I led him down the garden path because I talked about how modern players, it's a different story now compared to where it was when you were <laughs> playing. Because yeah. you just used to get yelled at and then yeah. you yeah. have to go out into the field. And now there's a lot more, hey, mate, let's let's yeah. talk about our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, where's yeah, that yeah. at? Let's yeah. connect. Mm-hmm. Let's connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of led him that way and he started going down <laughs> for a couple of minutes about, that's right, man, we've got to be in touch with our feelings in this mm-hmm. day. And what I say, shut up, Bucks. So then I just said, all right, therapy session's up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone laughs and he looked at me and I'm like, I'm going to get belted. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't happy with that. He won't show yeah, he's, he's There's it no connecting after. going on between you two. So what night are you on, and, and you, you took a step away from me too. Yeah. Like, no, you're, you're on, on your, your own, own mate. mate. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your show called, Dave? Nothing's Unpossible, my friend. Right, and it's beautiful. down there at the Spiegel Zelt for, until Sunday. So 8.15. All right. Go yeah, to adelaidefringe.com.au for tickets. The top five things we've learnt on Rue, Dits and Loz this week. Number five. We learnt comedian Tommy Little has written a kid's book. Oh, oh, I love the name of the book. Yes. Who pinched my nuts. <laughs> it's <laughs> the title. No, it's not. It's not. Is it? <laughs> Did I read it wrong? No, you've What's been the done title? a number. It's called, it's called Who Took My Nuts. <laughs> it says here. Who <laughs> pinched my nuts. I should also say it is a book about squirrels. <laughs> well, we had a joke on our kids' segment. So why do squirrels swim on their backs? And that was to keep their nuts dry. To keep yeah. their nuts dry. It's great. <laughs> and apparently someone's been pinching their nuts as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a room. <laughs> Number four. We learnt one of the best excuses for being late. Loz was late for work this morning like and your minutes. excuse was... <laughs> I uh, couldn't get my door shut. I couldn't shut my door. <laughs> Why? I'm not kidding. Door, my door wouldn't shut. So, that is the up there door with metal metal door. the dog ate my homework. I know. My door wouldn't shut. Fake, but it is real. Did you check the hinges? It's. I think it's the swelling around the hinges, so it won't close. Swelling There's, around. It's the like hinges. when I go to shutter, it's like it's tight, and then I can't get the knob to like well, that would click in. Jared, swelling. our producer, you're going to back me up. Come on. Yeah, I actually have to say we did have a door that we couldn't close. The lock yes! gets all expanded. And, yes. Yeah. That's the what lock happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's just out of whack and it doesn't quite get the. Bit it doesn't in there. line up. Doesn't. Yes, it's yeah. not expanding. Well, All right. Two seconds ago, you didn't believe this existed. Now you're an expert on how it works. <laughs> so. We thought we could close the door on that saga. Next day, Loz got the door fixed and ruined the last laugh. Someone from LJ came over yesterday and she helped me sort it out. You've got to lift the door. Right. Yeah. What did they say? Thank- she said that the hinges had shifted. Yeah. And that Is that what I to- said yesterday? <coughs> Listen, at the beginning of the chat, he's like, doors don't swell. And then by the end of it, he's like, what you need to do is uh, check the hinges. Yeah, that oh was God. the uh, problem. It was, it was the hinges. So anyway, <laughs> Rue's right. Come on, Rue. Don't need to be a knob about it. Oh. Three. We learned your favourite <laughs> movie. Oh. Head to Parallel, Aaron. What movie do you like? Well, some people nailed it. Top Gun. Yeah. Top Gun. I've seen it that many times. You can put it on mute and I can do it word for word. Yeah. Maverick, what you did was an incredibly brave thing. What you should have done was land your plane. You don't own that plane. The tax plan too. Scott, your ego's right and checks. Your buddy can't cash. There you go. <laughs> Others struggle. Natalia, what do you like watching? Greece every Sunday night. Every, every Sunday. Sunday. Could you quote it from beginning to end? Yep. 
Yeah. I've done an assignment. I've um, I'm a literate, literate, lit, liter, <laughs> uh, God's sake. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Did you go say you're uh, a literary teacher or something? So I, I study literature. We learnt Rue found a kindred spirit. Talking old cracker movies. My favourite movie is Rocky IV. <gasps> How old are you? Nine. You are going to be one hell of a human. You like Rocky chopping the big Russian down? Yeah. Oh, isn't he brave, Rocky? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Is that Rue in the past? <laughs> he's got a husky little voice too. I've had another kid I didn't know about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. Speaking about Rue's kids, Willow, if you want to go out with Rue's daughter, there's only one requirement. I had a school formal uh, on the weekend. My daughter's in year 12 now. And do they have to ask a boy to go? Yeah, they do take a boy. Yeah. I met the boy beforehand. Right. <laughs> and the parents. Read him the right act. Is he a person you've never met before? <laughs> never met him. Okay. Ooh. Good lad. Yeah. yeah. Country boy. Got right. the tick. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> you're a boarder. You're yep. fine. Um, <laughs> Woo! Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. We know Australia has Taylor Swift fever. She is an icon. On sunrise at the moment. Travis Kelsey is on a plane. <laughs> there is the live flight. Light tracker. So we're watching the plane. We? The boyfriend. The boyfriend. <laughs> Liam Tapper is already at the airport. Taylor Swift's boyfriend will be arriving here by private jet. We will bring you those pictures when he does. But Rue missed the Swifty memo. Yeah, you know who else is here in Adelaide? Valentine's Day. This would be a great Valentine's Day. Yeah, kid. it's going to be great. Take your wife to go and see Kevin Bloody Wilson. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> wow. Say you love her with Kevin Bloody Wilson. There you go. How yeah. romantic. He's got Kevin Bloody Wilson fever. <laughs> it's his birthday today. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Bloody Wilson's 77. We talked about Kev on Tuesday. We're going to double the giveaway right now if you want to go to Kevin Bloody Wilson at the oh, Arkabar. On Wednesday. <laughs> Kevin's good at a bit of love language too. Yes, he is. Rue even wanted to track Kev's girlfriend. Kevin's second ex-wife is currently on a Greyhound bus heading towards the We interviewed him on Friday. Help my kids out to swear too, Kev. They love the Dilly Gaff song. They're only 7 and 10 and they say the F-bomb right real loud at the end of Dilly Gaff. They love it. Rue and his mates were going to the concert. Rue, you went to Kevin Bloody Wilson. I saw Kev Friday night with five mates from the Riverland. Him and his mates aren't Swifties, they're Kevies. So Kevin Bloody Wilson Friday night. Making Kevin Bloody Wilson friendship bracelets, that's it. And I had an absolute of a day. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Oh, he's well, terrible, Sammy. Sammy. Sam, you are yeah. a beautiful man. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's Reed, it's a Lost Triple M. It's Triple M Breakfast. Loz was late for work yesterday because uh, she couldn't fr- uh, close the front door. The hinges swelled. The hinges swelled. The goldfish died. Um, dog ate my homework. Now, best excuse. Uh, Paul at Burton, what have you heard? Uh, how you going, guys? Good. G'day, mate. Good. Yeah, I told the boss that I was late because uh, we still use the old sundial and it was a cloudy, cloudy morning. <laughs> 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 oh, that, that is taking the mickey, Paul. Come on. <laughs> tell me tell me you didn't fall for that. What are you starting work at midday? Oh, yeah, mate. He fell for it. <laughs> no, I, no, no, he ripped into me for that yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was full of it. Deservedly yeah. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul. Didn't All even right. try there. Let's no. go to Manham. G'day, Michelle. Good. What's the worst excuse you've heard? Well, we have one particular girl who has used every excuse in the book, 
Uh, she's had COVID more times than is humanly yeah. possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, one one time she rang up, she said she had been involved in a car accident, so oh, we were really worried. Yeah. And when we went onto Facebook and checked, it was actually a car accident that happened outside her house. Oh, <laughs> near her. But, yeah. But the best one was she rang up one day and she said, I'm really sorry, I can't come to work. I've been to the doctor and I've got COVID foot. COVID <laughs> foot? What's COVID that foot? Sounds, that sounds nasty. I've had a lot of COVID injury. What's COVID foot? Well, we couldn't believe it. We um, we Googled it. It is a thing. Apparently it is a thing. But I thought clearly she's going through the manual yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, what yeah. can I use now? Yes, she's on right. WebMD Googling. Yeah. 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 Good on you, Michelle. That's the gold <laughs> we're after. Let's go to Bert and Brenton. Uh, what excuses have you heard? Hey, fellas, uh, I'm in the Defence Force. So every morning at 8 o'clock we have a roll call. We say form up, and they basically form up in ranks, and we call the roll. Yep. Uh, one of the blokes rocked up late, and I said, hey, mate, why are you late? And he goes, well, because you called form up before I got here. You oh, called yeah. <laughs> You called well, they form called up before wrong, he got there. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a sense He was you, honest, yeah. 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 Dave at Salisbury East. <laughs> yeah, I had someone ring me up and say... Um, they had a problem with their eyes. Yeah. And I said, what, what do you mean you got a problem with your eyes? He said, well, I just can't see myself coming to work. Oh. <laughs> so he's uh, a good people. He's a very good field. Yeah. I like them. Who do you like the best, Loz? Because you're the best excuse maker here. Come on. I think COVID foot is yeah. pretty yeah. good. COVID foot is <laughs> yeah. Triple M's hot take for a hot lap. What a hot take. Visit adelaidemotorsportfestival.com.au for tickets. Oh, the text line's fired up. 0488-51047. Craig from McGill. Scones are underrated. NFL supporters are wankers. And Jim is S-H-I-T. <laughs> yeah. Is he giving us all the tickets? <laughs> He's a kiss ass. Oh, on Let's go to Gulfview Heights. G'day, Peter. What's your hot take? Good morning, crew. How are you? Good. Good. What's your hot take? Good. In five years' time, they'll be saying, Taylor who? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I I'll don't. Tell you, I've thought about this right. Oh, yeah. um, I can't name one of her songs. I don't know one of her songs. Did, but did, right, I don't like Kylie Minogue, but I know her songs. Mm. Yeah, I'm just but saying. You were, you were like yeah, but listening Kylie Minogue's to... huge as well. Yeah, but my point being that, you know. And she's still huge. Rolling Stones, Beatles, Elton John, name all the greats. Their songs stand the test That's of time and they like last them. forever. Because no, you no. like them. And also, did <laughs> Taylor Swift songs. The people yeah, that were. it's not your demographic. But some of those aren't necessarily. I'm just saying when they're My great. My wife or Sophie couldn't name a Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, All and right. also people who were 60 when the Beatles were big probably weren't saying that the art. Oh, they're going to be iconic. They're going, what is this bulldust? Turn that off. I don't like oh, I'll it. I'll change the question. Do you mm. think Taylor Swift songs are going to yes. be brilliant in 50 years' time, yeah. like some of these other? Acts, I don't do you? think. I'm not a huge. I don't. She's not my cup of tea necessarily. But I can't like that many ticket sales. Don't lie. And All that right. obsession doesn't lie. Anyways. Right. Let's go to Para Hills. G'day, Trev. What's your hot take? Uh, the comedian, uh, Husey, is as funny as a hat full of arseholes. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Trev. He is funny. Oh, he's a great <laughs> Australian. Yeah. Great right. of the let's show. Go to, We've let's had him go in this to, week. Oh, let's go to Tim at Nan. What's Who your hot take, Tim? That? 
Tim? Uh, mine is the exact same as the last caller. What? Dave Hughes is the least funniest. Oh, oh my God. Get off the air. We're back over you guys. He's you on our network. Grumpy buggers. He's in town. Great fellow. I think he's funny. Oh, he makes me laugh a lot. Oh, in fact, he... I went to a stand up gig recently that he did. He was hilarious. Yeah. But he is polarizing. Yeah, he's polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't All right. it? It is. Yeah. Hey, everyone can have their say. One triple three That's five three. Let's head to Mono Paris. Sean, what's your hot take? Don't say Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, crew. How are you? Good, good, mate. Yeah, my hot take is that vodka is overrated. Yeah, oh, I agree with come that. Come on, it's yeah. been around for bloody years. I vodka know, and orange. There's something off about it. It tastes nah. like nail polish remover. No, not it that does I've tasted not. that. <laughs> right. It tastes like that right. smells. Shannon Anglevale, what's your hot take? Uh, good day, boys and uh, Loz. Yeah. I think electric cars are overrated yep. and yep. detrimental, and good the drivers, the drivers are, are next level. You should, be, you should be Prime Minister. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. Shannon for PM. Yeah, I've got a little bit of a grant there. Yeah. Shock horror. Anyway, yeah, let's head to Paralawi. We've got uh, Kira Lee there. How are you, Kira Lee? Good morning, crew. How are you? Good, good. good. What's yours? I can't stand the film Dirty Dancing. I know it's got a cracking soundtrack. <laughs> what? But I want to bitch slap that. Baby. Oh, I want to bitch slap her in the next week. Really? Why? Do you find her annoying? I just, just to look at her, even yeah. in a picture now on oh, Facebook, you know, right you're scrolling. I just want to oh, <laughs> take a swing at her. She just drives me mental. Do you know what? I Look, I'm not going to go out fully against that whole movie, but that iconic line at the end is rubbish. What line? Because her nickname in the movie is Baby. Baby. And at the end, Baby is standing in the corner and he comes off stage, Patrick Swayze, and goes, Nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they dance this ridiculous Nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's weird. Well, it's gross. Good uh, segment there of hot takes. I'm going to give Shannon from Anglevale. Yeah. Electric cars are overrated <laughs> and their drivers are next level. Uh, you can go and have a hot lap at the uh, uh, motorsport In a festival. car with petrol. Yeah. Adelaide, Adelaide Motorsport. Yeah. No, no, Supercar. It's a Tesla. We've got to put it on charge. Yeah. March 15th to 17th there. Visit adelaidemotorsportfestival.com. For Originally from South Australia, comedian Amos Gill now spends most of his time in the USA. I am not changing for the political correctness of what I find funny. He's back for a new show called Going Down Swinging. It's really just me saying everything I really want to. Because I'm not trying to get a job on the project or the radio, so I don't give a f- Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, Amos Gill. Oh, Gilly, welcome, welcome to back the to Adelaide. Radio. Yeah. The radio. Yeah. You meant to start talking on that when you are about Where was 70. that from? Where was that from? What? That, it that sounded audio. like a private phone call. Yeah, I don't know where they found <laughs> <laughs> I do believe I've been hacked. That was the producer someone... ringing up to see if you do this interview. Yeah. <laughs> that was me on the phone to my dad, yeah. which it is, a, it is a concern. Every time I walk out of my show now, I don't know what I'm doing this year, but I've just got a lot of people coming over to me, mostly blokes like my dad going, mate. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> does that worry you? <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm enjoying, I'm just going out there this year. And yeah. It's true. As you disconnect from wanting things in the media or anything, you just go out there and you say your piece. In the business, they call it finding your voice. Mm. And it turns out my voice is connecting 
with a lot of Australian men <laughs> who think it's time to be... I'm calling this year's show a glory hole for straight blokes. Right. Oh. It's a dirty space and I whisper into your ear all the things you want to hear. Okay. <laughs> so you don't have to toe the line for anyone anymore. I don't think so, do I? Just for my, you know, just for social for things. I'd like Loz to still talk to me from time I, to time. I'd have liked the other one. Actually, yesterday I had a phone call, a young lad who works at McGain's and he said, I went and saw Amos Gill the other night. He goes... Not very PC, is he? Oh, <laughs> that one's yeah. not very no. PC. Gilly, tell me about because your fa- is this your mum's side or your dad's side? The uncle with the the salmon. Farm? Okay, so this yeah. is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. So my my I've got mental members of the family. Like I'm not all there. Yeah, you can I'm, I, you can tell I've got some bad wiring. My uncle, love him dearly. Two sparks sort of right? on a rainy he, day. He was a half a biologist, so I think he dropped out at Flinders University, but he picked up some stuff along the way, and he's always got a business scheme. About five years ago, he started stealing bins and he would fill them with water, put bubblers in them and grow trout and salmon and try and sell them to pet shops. <laughs> right. comes out How's it going? And then I'll never forget, I'll never forget, I went with him once, he goes, McGlash, that's what he calls me, He's, he goes, McGlash, you've got to get down there, we're going to sell some trout, we're going to make a lot, we're going to a lot of money. He goes, there's big tariffs on the trout getting in, we can offer a discount. So we'd go to restaurants and he'd be like, you just want to buy some fish? <laughs> and they'd go, not really, who are you? <laughs> and he goes, why, why, why don't you want to buy the fish? So then he ended up selling it as cat food. Oh, <laughs> bin fish. This is the guy who also once bought an ice cream van, rewired the sound effects on top of the, <laughs> on the ice cream Mr. van, Whippy. made quail noises out of it, drove it through the hills so it would attract birds that he could catch so he could sell them to pets. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just while you've been... He's, he's ahead of his time. <laughs> just while you've been he overseas, he me for most of my life. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I've heard, oh. Am I right in saying your, your father-in-law, he tried to send you down a different path recently? Well, this is really interesting because my father-in-law uh, is like a, an owner of a steel business. The only reason I met my girlfriend is he hired me to do a corporate for the steel workers oh, in wow. Chicago. Okay? How'd that go? And, right. then, and I had a good gig. And at the end of the show, he goes... Uh, could you do me a favor? My daughter, I'm afraid she may be a lesbian. Could you find out? Oh. <laughs> and I thought, he, I thought he was joking. And then he, gave, he goes, here's an extra $200. Take her for an Italian meal. And then we will see. I think you would be a good boyfriend for, for her, for Annika. That's the most German thing yeah. I've ever heard. And then we ended up dating. And three months later, I got booked for another gig from this company. And it was in front of 5,000 workers in, uh, 5, in Nashville. 5,000? Well, they all come in for some big conference. And Anton presented uh, me to the stage. And he, he's got his form like you guys have here. And he goes, this comedian is from the ABC in Australia. <laughs> and he has performed also for Triple J. But more importantly... He is begging my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) So so I've been with her for now like 18 months, two years, Mm -hmm. whatever. And he loves that I do stand up. But this Christmas, he pulls me out for a cigar. And Mm. it's like, you know, those American movies where the dad, Mm. they have those like chats. He took me for a drive around his block. A drive. he, He takes me for a drive. And then he gets a cigar out and he goes, my question to you, Amos, is this. How long will you remain a clown? <laughs> a clown. <laughs> he goes, because when I met you and you're in your 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. your late 20s, to be a clown is cool. You travel, you live wild. I'm sure when you're away from my daughter, there's things there you do. I don't want to know. But, oh, no. but as you approach your late 30s, 
my God, you do not want to be a jester. No. <laughs> and then my girlfriend kind of hears in the other room that this is going on and she's like, Dad. And he goes, I just saying I will make you vice president of Australasia. <laughs> And you can be a real man who sells steel. A proper honorable profession. And I will pay you 800,000. I'll do it. My girlfriend girlfriend goes, Dad, leave him alone. He's not interested. I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Whoever that person is does not speak for me. (laughs) I have to get out of bloody talking nonsense in the gardens. I'll tell you what, I'll do that. Gilly, down at the fringe, uh, when's your show on? My show is uh, Wednesday to Sundays. At Gluttony, come along. You might hate it. You no, might love no, it. No, no, no. I don't time care we anymore. Feel something. Yeah. I like when people come up afterwards and go, I disagree with you on that. We yeah. and you have a chat. Do I don't it. really yeah. care. Go to Fringe.com.au. Amos Gill. We're putting our ear to the ground, pounding the pavement, and finding out the real issues around Adelaide. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, the voice of the suburbs. Oh, she is the voice of the suburbs. Good morning. Good morning, Rudits and Loz. How is everyone? Very, very good. What is the big issue this week? Well, parents of the suburbs are in a flap Mm. over the ban of ham and cheese sandwiches in school lunchboxes. I read about this. This is ridiculous. What's it about? Well, they're doing it across the border in WA, but we're nervous that it's going to come to SA. And firstly, there are a couple of concerns with it that we've been talking about in the suburbs. But... Firstly, the number one is the added demands and pressures that come with school and being a parent and packing these lunchboxes every day. Mm. Did you know that your lunchbox has to be nude? Do you know what, do you what that what? means? What does what that do you mean? mean nude? <laughs> no plastic. So every day you have to pack a lunchbox that is environmentally conscious. Well, you're not allowed you... to use what? what? Uh, cling wrap or no? Glad wrap is banned. Glad no, wrap is like that. banned. Since when? How do you keep your sandwich fresh? You have to buy these bento boxes, which are these plastic boxes that have containers inside and they're oh, all segmented. I've washed so, heaps no. of those, voice. Yeah. <laughs> they're the heaps. worst to wash. I just put it in the water and shake it. <laughs> so a nude nude lunchbox? Nude okay. lunchbox, nut-free lunchbox. Yes. So peanut yep. butter and nuts are absolutely cancelled. Do Why? not bring but that in. Why? Why can't you have that in there? If, if the other kid's allergic, don't bloody eat someone else's lunch. When I went to school, there was a kid who was so anaphylactic with peanuts that someone breathed on him and they'd had a peanut butter that is on toast. No. Oh, yeah. Someone breathed on him. He was sitting next to him in the first class of the day, home group, and he bre- he must have had peanut butter on his breath. No, wow. I'm not buying that. We had to jam a, a EpiPen <laughs> oh, into his leg. It's the real. The kid's probably eating peanut butter and lying and said he didn't. No, he I'll can't give you, breathe no, on someone. No, it's 100% what happened. Nah, it, it, it happened. I will give you this person's number. Get enough rubies on you. Sorry, you boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a few years ago, dudes. I've had the snippets. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. I have heard that about you, Root. Um, but anyway, I'm not sure if I'm... Ban those nuts. Very uh, oh nuts. Stick that in, Glad Rep. What's happening? Oh, anyway. What is going Let's get back on? to the lunchbox. Come on, boys. Okay, well, okay, back to the ham and cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Eggs, I'm not sure if you're allowed to send eggs. Um, they, were canceled, they were cancelled at kindy and I'm too scared to bring them to school. There's too many rules. Eggs in your kid's lunch. If I can't have eggs Benedict at recess, I'm not bloody going to school. Seriously. You can't have a kid f- eating eggs and farting in class, boys. Like, yeah. growing up. i got to tell you, if, your like kid, if you sent your little boy with a boiled egg, he would be bullied for the rest of his 
Peeling that egg with Why the smell of What's fart? wrong with eggs? Uh, 35 oh. degrees. Imagine what's coming out of the little boy's bum <laughs> no. in, in, when they're sitting down on the mat. Is that that's why right. they banned them or is it because people are allergic to eggs? Well, I think it's I think it's because people are allergic. But again, you don't <laughs> want to. You don't. Farts. <laughs> yeah, carried egg breasts not bad either. No, <laughs> fair enough. Like, don't do that to your kid. Don't no. let your kid be that guy that has the fart lunchbox. No, 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 I get no, no. it. The pressure on the lunchbox is too much for us not to be able to have an Aussie staple in a ham and cheese sanger. Yeah. So we think it's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. But also, in the grand scheme of things, we're trying to figure out what is that bad with a ham and cheese sam- sandwich? Yeah. Like protein, check. I mean, it's a little bit processed, but still <laughs> protein. Protection processed. <laughs> 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 Dairy in the cheese, yeah. guys. Tick. You know, tick. That's Calcium. good. White bread. White bread, Ooh. fiber, tick. Keep them full throughout the day. Mm. You know, mm. tick. Like in the grand scheme of things, a ham and cheese sandwich is ticking a lot of boxes. What about the sugar-laden roll-ups, muesli mm. bars, LCMs, yeah, LCMs no the potato chips, the salt yeah. and the saturated yeah, fat no that are in them? Put a microscope on those before you take our ham and cheese sandwiches. I, I think yeah. parents need to take control here. I'm serious yeah. about this. There needs to be a revolt where all parents across the suburbs go, bugger it. What would you We're put in the a, lunchbox? Hang on, but what would you do? Have all of these kids start? all day because the teachers exactly. confiscate their lunchbox. I reckon you've got to say, listen, I've packed what I think is a pretty good lunch it for also, my kid I think and, they're, and they're eating this. It also creates just obsession with food. Mm-hmm. Like when I they agree. shouldn't really be thinking too much about but it. The they, kid doesn't think, does he? He just eats what's well, in his lunchbox. They'd be worried about getting in trouble for what's in their lunchbox. If yeah. their parents aren't doing the right thing, they're going to get pulled aside and that's think, right. oh my God, this food's bad. But you don't want them to be so obsessed with meals because that's what creates... Obsessive I, behavior around yes. food at a young 100% age. Hundred agree, Lozzie. My five-year-old is already asking me, "Mum, is this a is this a bad no, food? Is no, this the no, bad no, food?" No, and no. it's no good. My yeah. parents never let me have chocolate. So I remember when I was a kid, I used to steal cash out of the top drawer, tell mum and dad I was going for a bike ride, <laughs> and I would go to the shops and binge yeah. a whole block of Cadbury oh, at boy. the playground, and then I would go home on my bike, going, "Yep, fitness done." But yeah. I binge chocky. Like it was an obsession because I wasn't allowed it, and yeah. I'm worried that the kids these days are going to have exactly the same problems. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah, right. Good point. All right. Thank you there. The voice of the suburbs yeah, is a voice. good topic. Thank yeah. you. It's Triple L Breakfast. All right. We're talking interesting trivia about South Australia that we've never heard. Yeah. We want to hear your trivia and if it can like shock us. Mm-hmm. And we like it the best. Yep. You'll be coming along to the Heaps Good Quiz Night Live. It's going to be at the Arkabar on the 20th. With three friends. Yep, with three friends. 21st of March. It's going to be a ripping night. Mm, all um, right. You've got, got some on the text line I there, got, I've got two little ones myself. These yeah. are, You've probably heard them. I know right. you would have dits, but uh, in the Riverland at Swan Reach is one of, if not the best place in the world to look at stars. Yeah. Everyone, a few people would know that. A lot mm-hmm. of people wouldn't. And Wakery is one of the best places in the world for gliding. Is it? So they're, <laughs> li- they're little known facts. Uh, oh, how cool is glides? the wind different in Wakery? I don't know, but they have oh. a gliding club and they do the World Gliding Championships. Wow. The World Gliding Championships? Yes, they do. My Uncle Michael is a um, glider. And uh, Peter from Loxton's text in, Streaky Bay Jetty is the only jetty in South Australia that runs north and south, and I've been on that jetty, and it does run north okay. and south. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. yep. Yeah, the different sort of bits of gold. I like it. it. All right, Angus, Angus at Dernan Court. Good morning, what's yours? Good morning. Um, well, on King William Street, you'd obviously know that 
all the streets change once you get from one side to the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was uh, because when they were building those streets back in the day, it was obviously treason to cross the king. So oh. each street uh, doesn't cross over King William. That's good you trivia. Bloody hell. Wow. Ooh, Always Angus, wondered about that. You're already at the top. I know like we it. haven't heard that's anything else, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Let's go to Morvale. Natalia, what's your fun fact? Hi. Um, the Barossa Valley was supposed to be with only one S after a Spanish town. <gasps> So and they spelt it wrong. We've been spelling it wrong all these years. Yep. So You're it kidding. was supposed to be B A R O S A. Yeah. After the Spanish town, I can't remember where, but the Barossa was by an Anglo settler, so we got a double S. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Checks out. Yeah, that's very Aussie. That's Aussie intriguing. Us, <laughs> we'll spell it how we want. Let's to go to Unley. G'day, okay. Jamie. What's your fact about South Australia? Uh, hi, gang. Uh, are you aware that there is only one person legally buried within the city of Adelaide, and it is Colonel Light, and what? he's buried in Light Square? He's mm. under the is... ground? What? He is under the ground. Is he... Why is he the only is there person there? legally buried? Uh, I don't have the facts on that one, Dibs, right. but... Uh, well, because there's a fair few illegal ones. As in, like, they're bodies be... might be underground. If there are other bodies, oh. they're not legally there, you know oh. what I'm saying? Is there any... <laughs> is there... Is he? Is there a headstone there? Is it his statue? Uh, I I think there actually is, um, but I was told this years ago and thought, oh, yeah, garbage. Looked it up, and sure enough, it's right. a fact. Good on you, Jamie. He's in North Adelaide, isn't it? Light Square. Isn't there a light? Is there? A... Yeah, there's Light Square. That's right. He said yeah, he's buried in Light Square. Is Colonel Light in Light Square? Colonel Light's up in North Adelaide because he points like that, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. God, I don't even know where Colonel Light. <laughs> Well, Colonel Light's up on Monofour. He's on Monofour Hill. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's over there. Okay. He's over there. He's just out our window. Mm. Uh, Let's go to Henley (laughs) Beach. G'day, Serge. How you going, guys? Good, Serge. Regency Road was formerly known as Irish Harp Road. Irish what? Irish Harp. Irish Harp? Really? As in the harp you play, the musical instrument. (gasps) Irish Harp Road? I like that better than Regency. That's cool. That's got a bit of personality. Do we know why it changed or can't get... They didn't like it. No, don't. Don't? Okay. Oh, no. Chopper's in. Chopper's in. Chopping him up. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Matthew, Flagstaff Hill, what's yours? Yes, good morning, team. Um, Adelaide Adelaide is only one of two cities in the world where you look at the lights from a distance and they appear to twinkle. No, this is true. And the reason behind it is because we've got the water on one side and the hills on the other, and it forms two layers of air, which is cold air and warm air, and it refracts the light of the city, and they appear to twinkle through the light. And where's the Mm. other one, Matthew? Do you know? Uh, Los Angeles, because it's the same sort of uh, layout with the hills and ocean on one side. And that's why they call it the City of Angels, because it sparkles. Wow. Yep. All right, Ben, at Ottaway, what's your fun fact about uh, South Australia? Hey, Loz and lads. Um, apart from the mighty crows, Rue, there are no crows in metropolitan Adelaide. They're ravens. Yeah. You're joking. Wow. They're actually ravens. Is that right? Yeah, it's bad PR for the crows uh, <laughs> team, but it's true. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There are no <gasps> crows. Only no ravens. crows. Hey, that's crazy. Ah, the ones that go, ah, ah, those ones. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Gee, I liked all of those. Name change for the crows. Do you know what? No, thanks. The Adelaide ravens. Can I, like I, can I choose... One? Yeah, yeah, you go for it. I think that Angus in Dernancourt with yeah. Can't Cross the King, Yeah, that's genius. Yeah. I think that's good. And I've it's never, very, ever heard that. I've never heard really? it. I'd kind of heard a few of the others, but that is new to me. 
Mm. King can't cross the king. Yep. King's Cross. And it, it actually took me years as an Adelaidean to learn those roads. I always yeah. used to get confused. I know them now, but it took me a long, long time. I don't think I could tell you all of them. Mm. Mm. Well done, Angus. You're coming along. a little fun fact if yeah. you've got time. Yeah. You know Dodge Tides? Mm. Dodge what? Dodge Tide. When the tide doesn't go up yes. or down. Yeah. It stays yes. the same. There's only one other place in the world that has Dodge Tides. You're kidding? Yeah. Where is it? Uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Wow. So you're saying South Australia yes. or the whole of Australia? No, we have it in South Australia, uh, but uh, there's only one other place. Really? Yeah. I would have thought that was a worldwide thing. You would have thought. Yeah. I like this segment a lot. That's great. I'm learning a lot. Well done, Angus. Might you're have on. To revisit this. You're on your way to the Heaps Good Quiz Night Live, 21st of March at the Arkabar with us. It's yep. be brilliant. Him and three mates heading along. It's Rudy. It's a loss. Triple M. It's Triple L breakfast. I like the way my hair looks when it gets uh, beach water in it, okay? So okay. it's a very specific kind of wave. The wet, and the wet look. Yeah, well, women out there will know that when you wash your hair and you let it dry at home, but sometimes it goes quite frizzy if you've got naturally curly hair. Yeah. But ocean water, because of the salt, yeah. uh, it looks nicer when it dries. I don't know why. Oh, so you're talking about once it's dried. Once okay. it's dry. Yeah, okay. So... I don't, you know, sometimes, but then the next day never looks good. So you only get after the beach that small so amount of bit, time. So you're a bit Beau Derrick, eh? Coming yeah, out of a little the water. bit, yeah. A bit, <laughs> yeah. A bit 10. Uh, I'd take a few numbers off okay. of that. But yeah, anyway. So what I have done in the past uh, is take a bottle, an empty bottle and take some seawater home so that I can spray it in my hair. <laughs> and it's a, it's a common thing that some people do. Okay. So they, it's, I didn't is know. It really? Yeah, because you can buy sea spray, hair sprays of and course. stuff, but yeah. nothing works as well as actual beach mm. water. So that's what I've been doing for years. Bit of seaweed. I, bit of, well, you got to get the – I actually get it from Port Wollonga because it's cleaner water oh, there. But right. anyway. Oh, anyway. Specific now. Diva material. Yeah. So I did this a couple of weeks ago and I put some in a pump bottle and then I came home and – I haven't needed to use it. I haven't even thought about it really. And it was right. just sitting on the kitchen bench mm. in the corner, not really thinking about it. Just Does it go off so, so water? No, nah, it's fine. I mean, you, you sort of want to use it within sort of a few months, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's pretty sterile. Anyway, uh, on a completely, what I thought was just completely unrelated sort of thing, I was doing some weeding in the garden and I had someone coming over to check the smoke detectors the other mm-hmm. day. So there was just a bloke in the house and um, I... It was very warm because I was weeding in the garden. It has been hot. Mm, and drink, I came yeah. into the house and we're having a chat and I need a drink really badly. Yeah. <laughs> and I just see this pump bottle on mm. the counter mm. and in my head I go, oh, fantastic. There's a whole bottle of water right there. Yeah. I don't need to get a hot out of the tap because it's so hot, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So he's chatting to me. He goes, yeah, they're all good up there. And as he's talking to me, I take a big sip of. Big swig. Swig of what I think is clean, fresh. Mm-hmm. Straight from the servo pump, two mm. for seven ninety nine or whatever, yeah. and I explode. <laughs> I, first of all, I take us. I swallow. Please tell a, me all over him. I swallow a gulp, and immediately, like my body's like horror, horror. This is a code black. Get rid of it. So I spray it, like the everything. I just miss his face. I think a bit went on his arm. And the look on his face was like, it it was just nothing. He couldn't, he was like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? And I was like, it's got salt water in it. And he was like, salt water? And I said, I'm going to the beach and I bring it home. And I'm literally like drool coming out of my mouth because it is burning my mouth. It is disgusting. And then my eyes are watering the whole thing. 
And he just went, righto. Just, oh, yeah. I'll be back in a year to check. Was he a hot tradie? Oh, he was an older gentleman. Oh, okay. He was married. He was not. This was like, okay. yeah. Look, it would have been an awful mm. if he was a hot tradie. Mm. I felt safe with him. Like mm-hmm. he was more of a father figure type. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I. <laughs> that was I a good just, effort. I just you stuffed up in two fronts, really. You got salt water in your mouth, and now you can't wash your hair. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, I've I've ruined everything. <laughs> but yeah, I just it's like, of course, I was going to drink How it. How did you forget you had salt oh, water in your pump Ruth, bottle? Ruth, it is just a daily thing for me. Um, this is not unusual. It just it just and so happened to coincide. You've left with your the bloody sunglasses, reading glasses, home today. I have I told done, you yeah. to have a spare period. You don't listen. I may have run out of medication last week, <laughs> oh. and this is what's caused all this. No, it's just I just can't believe I was witness doing it. Like I, I haven't had anyone over so in weeks. Do and other one things time. like this happen unwitnessed that you don't share with us? Of course, all we'll the start time. Start sharing. Start sharing more. More. Because yeah. this is the response I get. Haven't I you heard your opener? Come on, we're caring sharing. Yeah. Okay. We all forgive right. and forget a little bit. I can't even <laughs> begin to touch that. No. On Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Loz. Did you learn something? What did we learn? What did we learn? said Friday, I haven't watched 60 Minutes for a long time, usually in bed at 8.30 on a Sunday night, getting ready for a long week of getting up at 4.30am. But I stayed up and watched uh, last night because Jimmy Barnes was on there telling about how sick he actually really was before he had open heart surgery. There was a lot of pain. My, my back was really sore by this point. You know, I, could, I was struggling to walk, so I, I, mean, I don't know how I got through it. And as soon as I came off, I sort of virtually collapsed. The next morning, Jimmy was scheduled to fly overseas for a gig, but he was so crook, he thought hospital in Sydney was a smarter destination. And he could have easily said, oh, I'll just sleep on the plane, I'll sleep it off. And if he had done that this time, I don't know that he'd be with us. Yeah, you could see the mm. fear in his eyes. He thought he was genuinely going to die. Mm. Uh, they, he didn't know what was causing him feeling sick, but, you know, he had a bad back and he wasn't feeling right and ended up he actually had an infection in his heart. Really? Uh, and that's why they opened what? him up. And, yeah, I thought the, it was a blo- so uh, an infection. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, if, if they have to fix up valves, um, and it was terrible. And the gig that he said he performed at that he felt horrible was the Musher in 50-year one. Oh, you know that big yeah. concert yeah. I did? And that's yeah. obviously for his great mate. Yeah. So mm. And he felt- said, there's no way I couldn't do it. And you watch the footage of him. Performing at night, he looks horrendous. Really? He's in pain. Mm. Um, big so, wake up call. Pardon? Big wake up call. Big wake up call. He's had a few. They reckon he's seven or eight lives into his nine. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, the good news is he's feeling pretty good now and going to start uh, on Easter Sunday. So it's his resurrection. They mm. say that a lot of heart stuff is referred pain, like in your arm or yeah, your yeah. back. So yeah. if you if you feel like something's not right, mm. you've just got to go get it checked. Yeah. Um, I learnt on the weekend that something, I just can't even believe this is a thing, but, you know, lots of people are vaping, more people than ever. I feel like more people are vaping than ever were smoking in my friendship group. A couple of my mates. Why do they do it? Because uh, they were smokers and they wanted to get off of the cigarettes, so mm. they started vaping. Right. And now they're addicted to the vape. They've started smoking again. To get off the vapes. Oh, <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, that worked, <laughs> no, because smoking's easier to control. 
because vaping mm. you can do inside, you oh, can do you can it at a computer. Mm. They said they were having probably like a pack of day worth of nicotine. I think there's new really? rules coming March the first about vaping. There, there are new rules. Mm. You can only have medicinal um, ones. And look, they have started smoking again, so they can go have a cigarette, take themselves outside. <laughs> they only have the one. You know, like it's not like yeah. a constant thing and they have the shame of the smoke smell and everything surrounding it. So they yep. don't want to be stinky. Yeah. But they've had to throw their vapes out and they've started smoking. This is just ridiculous how mm. out of control it's gotten. Yeah. All right. Uh, what I learned over the weekend, um, the crazy horse. Oh. Uh, as you know. Lot, lot, uh, lot uh, of, I thought you were looking after your granddaughter. No, no that was, <laughs> this was Friday before. No, this is educational. Just okay. Bear, bear with me here. Crazy Horse, also known as the Mad Equestrian, you know. the Pony Club. The Pony yeah. Club, uh, the Wonky Donkey, the mm-hmm. Silly Pony, all of that. The Mad Stallion. That's it, the Mad Stallion. So <laughs> I'm uh, watching the chase on Friday afternoon and a question comes up, where's the Crazy Horse? Well, I nearly fall off my lounge, don't I? I'm, mm. I'm buzzing my imaginary buzzer going, <laughs> did, strip, strip Club, Adelaide, Hindley Street. Did right, could right. give you the longitude and latitude. Did I? Do you know what I never knew? You might have known this. Crazy Horse. Is a famous Native American Indian. There's a monument in South Dakota, and this oh. is a question. I'm, I nearly fell off my chair. I'm going crazy horse. This is fantastic. Yeah. I know this. I know this. I'm yelling at the TV, and there you go. It's a monument. It's a mountain monument. Is that what you reckon in South Dakota? The strip club's named after. It's historical down yeah. there. Yeah, it's educational. It is. It's, it's our like, monument. It's like one big history lesson when you walk into the place. You know. Yeah, right. a history they won't teach in Did you know primary schools. Uh, I didn't, Dits. Uh, I really didn't. And I just I just wish you were the contestant on that show <laughs> and you said, said I know. Strip club, Holly Street, Holly Street. Yeah. And he would have gone, no. Larry Amdor would have said no. <laughs> so hang on. You would have argued like that. I know. You would have. <laughs> Technically, Larry, that is correct. It may be a so monument what is also, it? but. Well, Crazy Horse, he was obviously a famous Native mm. American Indian. And there's a um, monument. And there's a monument in South Dakota in his honour. I'm going to do a bit of research into the naming go. of the crazy horse in Adelaide and see what I can find because that's fascinating. Oh, great yeah. segment. Three generations, one topic. Have you ever heard of the Generation Gap? On Triple M Breakfast. The Generation Gap. It's the Generation Gap. Let's talk about dating in mm. generations because it changes. The trends, the way people meet, the way people court each other has changed a lot over the last century. Apparently now there's this new thing where people aren't meeting on apps anymore. They're meeting at running clubs. <laughs> hey, how you got? Like hmm. getting to know each other at on a six job. six in the morning. Oh, my God. Fitness is in, isn't it? Yeah, it's in and it is, ugh. Like my two least favourite things, dating, got first dates and a run. Like I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> my nightmare. But I would be interested to go back. We've got Pratty on the line. Good morning, Pratty. Yeah, good day, gang. One of our grumpy old men. When did you first get married? What was your first big relationship? You've got to go back to the 70s. You've got to go back 50 years. And our access would have been, you would find a partner, young girlfriend through sport, um, maybe a, a dance. You need to give me a chance just to explode to what happened in the 70s where all the hotels ran, you know, virtual dating clubs um, mm-hmm. with discos. How did it work yeah. at a dance, Praddy? Didn't you have blokes all on one side of the hall yeah, and girls on all time, the other old, side, wasn't it? Old time uh, old And you time went and asked them for a dance, you'd a, didn't you? A, you know, you'd, you'd have a band. It was just a modern waltz. You'd shuffle around, grab a, 
Arson. You'd actually ask. You'd have to have the courage, <laughs> wouldn't you? You'd have to have the courage yeah. to walk up to a girl cold and just say, would you dance with me? Well, yeah, a bit of that. Let's go to Sammy, who's Gen X. Uh, how did you start dating? What uh, what happened in your time? So I'm ma- married now, and I first met my wife, I reckon, when I was 20 or 22. So to set the scene, there were no phones. There might have been the odd Nokia around. Yeah. Mm, but in order, No phones? Well, I don't reckon in 2000, there might have been... Crappy Nokia phones. Not everyone had one, though. But not everyone had one. And so I, I met her at the East End Exchange Hotel. She'd just knocked off from work and she was having <laughs> a beer. Exchange. Yeah, Love like across the pool table, you know, knocking balls yeah, and yeah, just yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Have, have a little look through the smoke haze. Yeah. And then <laughs> I found out that she worked there. So the, the only way I could sort of track her down again was to kind of stalk her. So yeah. I'd go back yeah. next week. Is she working tonight? Nah, mate, she's not on. And then you go back the Can next week. Can you just week. print me off the roster? Oh, That'd be great. Should have had a crack last week. People certainly weren't doing um, these dating agencies or no, no. back then. Weirdos. The only way you could meet someone was at the pub. Did you ask her out? Did you take her out for dinner? What what sort of things happened? Or did you I think I, well, I think I got a home phone number and then I had to ring and hope in hell that her dad didn't answer. Yeah. It was that kind of yeah, setup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was horrific. Yeah. You'd ring and oh she not oh can I leave a mess? You'd leave him yeah. like some awkward message. Oh, it was call, terrible. Yeah. Call the terrible guy from time. The in that area, yeah. you would go to nightclubs and just hope the girl that you wanted to be that would be there. Would yeah. be there. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But she you might not, and there's nothing you can do. Nah. <laughs> All right, Alessia, who's a millennial. Gen Z, I am. Gen Z. You're yeah. Gen Z. Right. Even right. younger. Gen Z. Yep. Dating when you started. Well, I mean, I'm of the generation of phones and whatnot. So, I mean, the first boyfriend I had, I met in high school. But since then, really, you've got dating apps. Mm. You've got you could go out, but I don't think you're going to meet your future husband in a nightclub. Although, hang on, hang on, this is true, but. I don't know. It's different. It's it's get it's different well, now. Yeah, Why it is, is it different? What people don't the same type of people don't go to nightclubs now. I think there's just an assumption that if you meet someone out, you you're all there for the same thing, and it's not a serious well, relationship. Yeah, but if I was to look at just a whole heap of people on a phone and keep swiping, I've got no idea what they're like. That's so Photo so looks true. Good, no, it's a huge issue. It's 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 a problem because everyone I've ever dated, I don't think I would have swiped right on them if I saw them on an app. Like if I looked at their profile, because I've seen them on apps after we've broken up and gone, oh, is this what they were bringing? Have you been on a date from an app? No, I haven't. Yeah, which is another problem because while dating apps seem great, unless it's somebody that you've previously met, like Mm. Loz says, you know them, and then they come up on an app and you go, okay, they're clearly not a serial killer because I know that Mm. they're a real person. Yeah, but you can get catfished, so it's a bit bit of a scary place to be going on dates from. And also, men don't know how to market themselves properly, so Mm. they put up terrible photos with fish, with fish, and then they write a shocking bio, and they're actually a ripping bloke, Mm -hmm. but they don't put themselves out there well because they don't, they shouldn't know how to. But should they do lie and? Good at, or they're no, good no, at no. fishing. They can provide. That's a good selling yeah. point. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I'm a cave woman. Ooh, he bring good fish home. Ooh, like. well, you want to get fed or not? Yeah. No, but I think, it, I think the digital side of things has made things more complicated instead of making it simpler, which is what the original so how should was. you get a bloke? I don't know. Obviously, I have no, no idea. No, but if you say you don't meet them at pubs, you can't do it online. Well, the running so how, What's the? Yeah, definitely. I think people are starting to do more activities where they might find like-minded people, like yes. a run club, for example, or like people have gym crushes, you know, you go mm. to the gym, same kind of deal where you go to the gym and you just hope that that person's going to be there at the same time that you rock up You can't up talk there. to the gym. But the difference is, yes, but the difference is people don't approach each other though. 
But they will it's match very, on Tinder, though. They will. You might. That's you'll how match you the bloke might, from your, the gym correct. on Tinder. This is uh, correct. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. The generation uh, gap. Yeah.